0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَكُونُوا مَعَ الصَّادِقِينَ وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Al-mar'u ala deen khalilihi fal ahadukum man yukhalil aw kama qal ala nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Suspected all ikram, brothers and elders.
1: As somebody mentioned earlier, that perhaps it's 48 hours left, of this Mubarak month that was earlier in the evening. So if that is the case, that it, that time was 48 hours, now it's probably 42 hours or whatever it might be. The point is that this Mubarak month is very fast <coughs> leaving us. So in this time that is left, we need to try and make the maximum and do the best we can achieve as much as we can. <coughs> since this possibly could be the second last sitting of ours and tomorrow could be the last if Allah gives life and we're still around. So, some general aspects, especially for those of us and everybody this applies to in some way or the other, who have the concern of trying to make our Islam who have decided to embark on this path of suluk to try and rectify our inner selves outer selves get closer to Allah so there are certain things that we need to be in mind all the time there are certain key aspects that we have to be very very mindful of and sometimes because of not being very conscious or mindful about some of these key aspects, despite trying many other things and doing many other things, we still end up going in circles, we don't progress, we don't achieve what we're trying to achieve, because some of these key aspects have not been adhered to, we haven't been conscious of them, we haven't been taking care about it. Therefore, on a general note, there are several things, whatever Allah, Allah will we'll discuss today, some things might be tomorrow. The first thing in this path of suluk that is done, and this is, every Mu'min does this and should be doing this all the time, but this is done in a very formal manner, is toba. When a person decides to embark on this path, and he for instance, decides to become bayat to some sheikh, whoever he might be inclined to. But the whole formality of that bayat is primarily the aspect of toba. That's the first part of it. <coughs> this toba is something we have heard the details about, but something again we have to look deep down within ourselves take stock to see, have we really made Toba? For instance, there are many things that we realize that these things are not correct. But have we made Toba from it? One of the requirements of Toba is, and one of the first and essential requirements of Toba is, that a person stops committing that sin. Without stopping that, that is not Toba in any way. So now a person has not stopped committing that sin and he is verbally making Tawbah. That Tawbah is not Tawbah. He has to stop that. That's the first step. Then he should have regret in his heart and that firm resolve of not committing that in future. Now that has become Tawbah. Yes, the chance that he could fall again, that's a different issue. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us from falling ever. But the Point is at that point in time when he's making Toba, he must be genuine. This is it. What's later, that's now something not in his, he can't control the future now, and neither must he worry about the future now, worry about the now. So this is one aspect which we've already discussed briefly previously in one of the discussions. So on, in this note, on this note, if there are certain things that need to be removed from our lives, For example, a person, Allah forbid, this is just on a general note, and unfortunately these are common issues, so therefore this is being discussed on a general note. Supposing a person is caught up in some kind of illicit relationship. Now, he came in the month of Ramadan, he is very, very uh, affected by the environment of Ramadan. Ramadan is a time where Allah makes the whole environment conducive, the shiateen are chained, so something came in his heart, something came in his mind, that this is something I need to now make toba from. It's mashallah, he made toba, ya Allah, this is, I am regretting this, what I did, and please forgive me. So He's asking Allah Taala's forgiveness, but has this stopped? And how is it going to stop? Has this been cut off? Has it been broken off? Has it been severed? Now if that hasn't happened, it's still current, it's still happening. When so it's still happening, then the first requirement of Toba has not happened. The first requirement of Toba that a person must stop committing that sin, that hasn't happened. So this is now not going to achieve what we're trying to achieve. The first step in this path is Toba. And now that Toba, because a person hasn't stopped that wrong, it's not Toba. Whether it's Somebody trying to now undertake the path of suluk formally—that's a different issue. But this is for every moment. Every person has to get close to Allah Taala. Every person has to become a sincere believer and give up all the things Allah Taala is displeased with. This is for one and all. So this toba requires that a person now checks within himself, becomes very, very conscious about what's going on. Each one has his own issues. Each one of us knows what's in our lives. To make sincere toba from that. Then there are certain tools and devices that are becoming the barrier in somebody's progress. Now for example, somebody is now addicted to the television. So now as long as that's going to be there, (coughs) that's going to carry on trapping him into the same sin. So that has to now come out of his life. So how is it going to come out of his life if that is still there? If that has not been removed? So that decision has to be made. And that step has to be taken to get it out of one's life. So now, mashallah, while a person, that something has come in his heart, these are the steps to take now. Not tomorrow, not after Ramadan, by that time it will be too late. Those steps have to be taken now. Person needs to now make that decision, clear these things out of the way, otherwise the person then will be back in the same circle. So this is one of the very, very crucial things. The aspect of Toba that this toba has to be done, has to be done repeatedly in Ramadan, after Ramadan. and this is something that we should never stop doing. but for that Toba to be acceptable, for it to be genuine. Right. This is the requirement. Then for this stoba to remain firm on this stoba, something that is of excru- extremely fundamental importance is that the person has to keep himself in the right company and in the right environments. In that very well-known Hadith Sharif, which Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned about the person in the Bani Israel who committed 99 murders, And after he committed 99 murders, he went to some abid, some person who was a good, pious person, a worshipper, but didn't have knowledge. And because of the lack of knowledge, he gave the wrong advice. That's again the lesson in itself, that that advice has to be sought in the correct place. Otherwise, it can sometimes be dangerous for one's deen, and sometimes become dangerous for one's dunya also. So in any case, he went to him. Mashallah, the person was a very pious person, very good person, but lacked knowledge. So he asked him that I've committed 99 murders. Is there any door of Tawbah open for me? Can I repent? He said, no, sorry, 99 murders. How can you ever be forgiven? Now he closed the doors of mercy to him. But Allah Taala's doors of mercy are forever open, forever comes. So when he heard this, that there's no hope, And this is where that despondency takes a person to further sin. So he said, well, if I'm already doomed. And this person is giving me bad news. Rather, he joined the others also. So that 99, he made it 100. He killed him also. (coughs) But then, again, this thirst came in him. This concern came. This worry was there that I need to sort my life out. I I need to make amends. So to make amends, now he asked again, that is there somebody who can guide me? They guided him to a learned person. He asked that this is the position. I have committed 100 murders. So he said, yes, there is over for you. But what you have to do is now, now you don't stay here. This place, the Hadith Sharif is mentioned that it was Ardu Su In. This is a very, very, a place filled with a lot of evil. You go to the place across, another place around, that place is a place of piety. There are pious people there. You go there. (coughs) That is where your Toba will be firm. (coughs) So now he left to go there and make Toba there. But that regret was already in his heart. That regret is the essence of Toba. That remorse and regret, that is the essence of Toba. Other requirements have also have to be fulfilled. But the essence of Toba is that remorse and Regret. So he left for that place and en route, the Hadith Sharif, we've heard many times what happened, that he passed away en route. Suddenly, the angel of death came and took his ruh, and now the angel, both the angels of Rahmat and the angel of Azab had come to take his ruh. But in that, finally Allah Ta'ala commanded the earth, that was the one angel came and mediated, okay, just see where he's closer to, whether is he closer to home or closer to where he was headed to. If he's closer to the place of evil, then let the malaika of azab take his rule. If he's closer to the place of the piety, then let the malaika of rahmat take his rule. Allah Ta'ala made the arrangements for that. that Though he was physically closer to the place of sin, Allah Ta'ala ordered the earth to contract between the spot where he had fallen and the place where he was headed to. And that portion of the earth to expand from where he had left and where he had fallen. So that distance now will get bigger. This will get closer. As a result, the malaika of Rahmat will take his room. He left sincerely for Tawbah. But in that, what was the advice given to him? You go to the place of those, who, or who the place where people, of the pious people. Now That is the lesson. That a person, mashallah, that zeal is there, he wants to make Tawbah, and He wants to remain firm on that Tawbah. But if his circle of friends are going to be those who are not supporting this path that he has taken, those who have a different lifestyle, those who have have interests which are very different, they want to be engaged in activities which are not conducive to Deen. So then without looking down upon them, without regarding oneself as better than anybody, because who is better or not, that on the day of kiyamah only will know. Without looking down upon anyone, we will condemn the action, but not the sinner. We will condemn the wrong, but not the wrongdoer. The wrongdoer is still our brother. He still a mu'min. He still has iman in his heart. We still have to give him the respect for his iman. But yes, the wrong action, we will condemn that. The wrongdoing, we will condemn that. So without looking down upon anybody, without regarding ourselves as better than anyone else, but we will have to keep ourselves far away from such company, from such environments. Otherwise, whatever a person, mashallah, he made so much of effort, the month of Ramadan, and then Atikaaf, he gave up so many things and put it all on hold, in terms of his work, in terms of his other duties. And then the person now stayed far away from his family. So many sacrifices he made. So mashallah, this was all Allah ta'ala accept. Allah ta'ala make it a means of every khair and benefit. But this was something that was a na'mat and a bounty from Allah ta'ala's side. This was an opportunity. So now after all these things have been done, these sacrifices have been made. So now it is the time to now safeguard this and build it, enhance it. But what is going to be crucial for that? The company. The Hadith Sharif Nabi Salasim says, Al ala ahadukum A person follows the way of his friend. Who he befriends, that is what he'll become. If his friends are on the path of righteousness, he'll go along. If they are on the path of something else, Allah will go in that direction. If a person is such a dominant person that he takes others along and he's very firm in his deen, then perhaps maybe he'll become an influence on everybody and take them in the right direction. But if that's not the case, then it's just a matter of time before slowly but surely he becomes like them. That is why they said that, لا Anil Mar المرء وسأل عن قرينه. Don't ask about a person, you want a reference about somebody, don't ask who is he ask about who are his friends. You want a reference about somebody, ask who are his friends, who are his companions. If you know who his companions are, you know him. You know the circle of friends that he keeps, you know him. If the circle of friends are people of piety, people of righteousness, then inshallah that's his condition also. And if his circle of friends are different, then that's going to be his condition also. So that companionship, that company, that company, The environment. This is something very crucial. This is what makes or breaks a person. And there's a lot of sacrifice involved in this. A person sometimes feels isolated. He feels alone because everybody is doing something else. And he needs to now stay away from it. So he has to stay away from so many people. Everybody wants to go do something now. There's something happening in town. It's a Thing that's now caught everybody's minds, everybody is reverted to it, but the thing is it's haram, A lot of sins are taking place there, there's intermingling happening, there's music playing there, what not is happening and there's so much of fitna carrying on, so now everybody is going. Now in order to save himself from all that fitna, he's going to have to isolate himself from all that company of his who's going now. Well, now everybody wants to spend the time in a certain way which is not correct. They want to be now sitting and talking vulgarity. They want to be engaged in some obscene discussions. So now, everybody wants to seem to be doing that. They want to be involved in rebirth. So he's going to have to end up sitting alone. So There's a sacrifice in it. But in this sacrifice is his progress. This is that sacrifice. This is that nafs that a person has to trample. But he's not alone. He is not alone. He apparently is alone. But, when a person has isolated himself for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, he is making sabr now. So, What Allah Ta'ala has promised? إِنَّ ma'as مَعَصَّابِينَ He is not alone. He has the... He is with Allah Ta'ala. So this is the aspect that a person will have to make this resolve within himself. That the environment and the company that he keeps he's going to have to make those choices, the right choices. That he stays away from any kind of negative company, negative environments. Now there might be some family function, for example. and that family function is all mixed. Now that becomes a challenge. But now what does he do? Does he just now go with the flow? Or he says, I'm going to make my arrangement separately now. So now in making that arrangement separately, somebody will make some kind of comment, somebody will make some kind of Uh, sarcastic remark and whatever else. But, he is doing something which he understands that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with this and Allah is displeased with that. So now I could make a choice. Where I want to be? Under the shade of the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala? Or under the azab? So, that requires sabar now. That he makes the right choice. So, in order to progress, in deen, in progress, in this path of getting closer to Allah Ta'ala, there will be many situations that will come up in one's life, where a person will have to start making decisions, make choices, and he has to make the right choice. And in making the right choice, there will be sacrifices. There will be sacrifices. But this dunya, after all, is all about sacrifice. But when a person makes the right sacrifices, for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala doesn't leave him without any assistance. Allah Ta'ala's help comes and the doors open out. Initially, there might be some opposition. Initially, there will be some comments. Initially, but without getting into any kind of fight with anybody. Without getting into any arguments and confrontation with anyone. But a person remains steadfast and quietly and firmly continues on what is right. He doesn't have to fight with anybody, he doesn't have to get into any arguments, doesn't have to get in any confrontation with anyone, but quietly carry on doing what is right. And in a nice way, somebody is prepared to understand, in a nice way he can just explain once and leave it. That Look, this is what I have learned, this is the right thing to do, this is what Allah Ta'ala wants us to do, this is the teachings of the Quran and Sunnah which you've learned. So, somebody is prepared to understand it, one time he explained it, that's done. Then quietly carry on doing the right thing, but, this is the thing to do that a person doesn't get, just go with the flow, washed with whatever is coming. So, in any case, this is the first thing. We spoke about the Stoba and the Stoba requires that a person keeps in the, besides the fulfilling the requirements of toba to remain steadfast on the toba requires the person keeps the right company and he stays in the right environments. Then part of this Tawbah also is that if something pertains to hukukul ibad, the rights of people, then that has to be fulfilled. And on a general note, this progress in deen will not happen until a person has fulfilled the rights of people as well. Not only that, the rights of Allah ta'ala obviously, and side by side, he has, because that is Allah ta'ala's command also. Just as Allah Ta'ala's command is that salah has to be fulfilled, zakat, hajj, etc. Allah Ta'ala's command is that the rights of people must also be discharged. And this حقوق ibad is a very, very crucial issue. Otherwise, on the day of Qiyamah, the person will end up dishing out all his amal. His salah, his fast, his hajj, his charity, his اعتقاف, others will take it. He made all the sacrifices, others are taking it. Because of having trampled the rights of people. So just as we are to be very conscious and careful about our salah, we discussed how important salah is on many many occasions. But likewise we have to be conscious of all the other injunctions of deen, conscious about the rights of people. The حُقُوق ibad. So, this too is something extremely important. We look into the lives of the Akadir and this is the lesson that was they adopted is the lesson of the Sunnah. The lesson that Nabi Islam taught. The lesson that the Sahaba learned. It was towards the last part of the life of Rasulullah Islam on dunya. In dunya on this earth. And one day he gave a khutbah. A lengthy khutbah. And in that, Nabi Islam said that if I have hurt, and it can be imagined, Surahullah is standing on the mimbar and he is saying, if I have hurt anybody in any way, then please come and take revenge now. Come and take your right now. If I am owing somebody something, come and take that. And if I have hurt somebody in some way, come and take your revenge today. One person said that, well, I am owed this, whatever it might have been, some dates or something. Nabi Islam told somebody, please pay it to him. And sort it out for him from whatever, wherever the situation was. From where it had to be taken and sorted out. So we we'll would get that done. One person wakes up and says that one day you hit me. gave me a shot basically. Nabi Slasam says come and take your revenge. Can we imagine the scene? That the Sahaba all, gathering of the Sahaba, Nabi Slasam is addressing them. And now this person stands up, and he says that I have done, that you did this once to me. So, you have said now must take revenge, so I am saying this is what has happened. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, come and take your revenge. Can we imagine that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is saying, come and take your revenge. This person comes forward. Then he says to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but at that time when you gave me that one shot, I didn't have any upper garment you wearing an upper garment. You have a shawl or something across your upper uh, your chest and back. So it's not going to be equal. Nabi Islasan raises his garment. But when he does that, the Sahabi then embraces him and he kisses the seal of Nubuwwat. He says, This is all I wanted to do. But that was a shot like given in, in jests just as an affectionate tap. But he used this opportunity. But the lesson in this, Nabi Salaam said, come and take your revenge. I don't leave anything for tomorrow. And on that occasion, Nabi Salaam even said, don't think about the disgrace of this world now, that if I have to now acknowledge, okay, I'm owing this to somebody, or I did some wrong to somebody, so now please, I want to sort it out. So now if I have to make this acknowledgement, I have to say this, it might become a talk of the town. But this person now acknowledges that he did this wrong or he did that. Don't worry about the disgrace of world now in this matter. Because the disgrace of akhirat is more severe. So, If something has to be sorted out now, sort it out now. So this was the practical lesson Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi gave. He presented himself for the revenge. Though obviously there was nobody to take any revenge from him. The Sahaba would sacrifice their lives for him. The Sahabi just grabbed hold of this opportunity to take this great honor of kissing the seal of Nubuvah. But in any case, this is the very very important lesson that Hukukul Ibad, the rights of people. We are insan, we could have slipped up somewhere, we hurt somebody's feeling somewhere, we might have said something to somebody, whatever it might have been. We are insan, we make mistakes, but the strong insan is one who can apologize, who can say, I'm sorry. These are very very Two words or three words. I am sorry. You can write it behind one postage stamp, but it is like the heaviest words to ever say. Most difficult thing sometimes for people to bring it on their tongue. Shortest sentence, perhaps. I am sorry. And sometimes, even if you know, abbreviate it, just say sorry. But a person says sorry, I'm not prepared to say that. <laughs> So somehow that just becomes the most difficult thing to ever do. Whereas, okay, sometimes we are sure we are right. That person is wrong. But many a times we realize it's our mistake. Many a times we aren't fully conscious of the fact that I earned. But now, how do I now humble myself? Whereas this humbling of oneself doesn't decrease a person's respect in any way. The person who humbles himself for Allah Ta'ala... Allah Ta'ala elevates him. To ask for that forgiveness doesn't take anything away and forgiving doesn't take anything away. It increases a person in honor. This is that other aspect. this Inculcating this humility. This is the key issue. In the previous times when people would go to the Mashaiq, this was (laughs) upmost in their whole program, and this was the thing that they had at the top of their mind, this is what I'm going for. I'm going to annihilate myself, and I'm going to become nothing. Dr. Aziz, Hassan, he came to Dr. The Tanvir, for the first time, and now he's come for the first time, so he writes a little couplet, because he was a natural poet, everything would just come out in poetic form. So in a little couplet he wrote what was his purpose of coming. Why did he come here? And we're talking about who? A person who was on a very high level in the English government at that time, the English were ruling India at that time, he was like what we can call like the premium of, of a province. A person coming from that position, worldly position. And now he's coming in one Hanka. So why he came here? <coughs> All that prestige and that honour and that respect that he was getting there everybody was calling him sir and whatever else they might have been doing and he was people were at his beck and call because he had that position he had that power now. Now he left all that and came to this one khanka for he So he wrote his objective and purpose on one little note and he forwarded that was it. Nahi koi aur tere dar par hu I haven't come for any other purpose. Annihilate me. Annihilate me. I've come to be annihilated. person from that position, he's come, and now he says, this is all I've come for. Everything else that will happen, I've come for this. This is my purpose. So now, this is the aspect sometimes we lose sight of. MashaAllah, a person is very enthusiastic, give me more wazaif to do, give me more mamulat. MashaAllah, excellent, a person has the capacity for more, very good. A person wants to excel in many other aspects of righteousness and amal and so on, excellent, very good. But to what extent have we annihilated ourselves? That is the key aspect in this whole path. To the extent that the person annihilates himself, to that extent he grows that seed till it does not annihilate itself that tree doesn't grow when that seed annihilates itself in that ground it's become dust and out of it grows that little shoot and that becomes a tree and then it starts producing fruit one day and depending how well that seed was what goodness was in that seed and how well it then annihilated itself to that extent that fruit might become export quality someday so to Depending on how much ikhlas was in there. And to what extent the person then annihilated himself. With ikhlas. That annihilation. For Allah tala alone, Not for any other purpose. Man tawada'a lillah. The person was annihilating himself. Humbling himself. Not for the sake of dunya. Not for the sake of people's recognition. Otherwise sometimes that humility is for recognition. That is the whole. Defeating the whole purpose. Purely for Allah tala's sake. Humbling oneself with ikhlas. So to the extent that he has humbled himself for Allah Ta'ala. So this annihilation of the self and many a times in now fulfilling these things for example in fulfilling this hukukul ibad, to the extent that that annihilation has taken place, to that extent it will become very easy to say I'm wrong. I made a mistake. Please forgive me that I'm sorry will be the easiest thing to say that. When? When that nafs has been annihilated. Otherwise that nafs will stand in the way. How can you ever say this? So that annihilation. And previously they used to go through very very great mujahada to achieve this annihilation. We've discussed some of these incidents previously. What kind of mujahada used to happen? How they used to be put through the pieces just in order to annihilate this self. That I'm nobody, I'm nothing. So I hurt, I must apologize. So this Hukukul Ibad, this is the other very crucial aspect. Otherwise, these become barriers. One person was trying mashallah, making a lot of sacrifice, a lot of effort, and for a long time this was going on, but just getting nowhere. So one day the Shaykh asked him that by any chance, is there something things not in order in terms of your ma- maamalat, your monetary dealings, or the rights of people? So it turned out that that inheritance and whatever else was all just, he was responsible for it and everything was just still in abeyance. He was not taking the effort to sort out whatever the necessary was. He said, but there's your problem. So sort that out only then will you progress. So this is the other aspect. So the first thing was the stoba. For this Tawbah, the requirements of Tawbah have to be fulfilled. Together with that, to be able to remain steadfast on that Tawbah. In the Quran, Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, ya Now this is a command. Adopt Taqwa. To adopt Taqwa, the first step of Taqwa is Tawbah. Because you've got to give up the sins to become muttaqi. So you've got to make Tawbah from it. So Allah Ta'ala then says, And be with the righteous. Now you want to remain on this taqwa, this is going to be the prescription. You may toba, mashallah. But without being in the right company, without being in the right environments, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be just a matter of time before the environment swallows a person up. So he needs to stay very, very careful about which environments he puts himself into. Then in particular, those environments where he's going to, for any reason, be interacting with non-mahrams, In the workplace this is a common story and wherever else for whatever reason out of some kind of helplessness of his because now he's working there he has to end up interacting with non-mahrams this is a very very crucial thing allah ta'ala protect us and save us otherwise all that mujahada and everything that a person has done shaitan will use this to just take everything and put it in the dust There is that incident which is mentioned in the tafsirs about the lengthy incident, on some previous occasion we have discussed it as well, where there was this very very pious person, this Rahib, in the times of the Bani Israel, and Shaitan was now, that how Shaitan's plan was to now bring this person, drop him down to the ground. So what he did, he first went and put some spell on some girl and then went to the people of that family of that girl and said, this particular person, very pious person, if you'll take her to him, he'll recite something, she'll come right. So now first he cast that spell and then now he, so they brought her and came. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, no, 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 you be, be sure. Uh, he came in some guise and just put this in the ears. So they insisted, so for whatever reason, now he recited something. When he recited that, Shaitan took the spell out. So now, they said, "Hey, mashallah. So that became even more, they became even more confident about it. Now this was the trick Shaitan started playing. And doing this repeatedly. So now, when this carried on repeatedly, their confidence in him grew even more. Eventually the time came, Shaitan now put something else in their mind. You see now, what you need to do is to get her completely cured. you have to leave her at his place for a while. So now they had to go somewhere, whatever truth, they came, they said, please. He said, I can't do this. He said, no, no, please, you have to. So eventually he said, okay, that other separate space there, keep her there. So in any case, they kept her there. But now, Shaitan started playing his tricks again. Now you have to see on her well-being, find out how she is at least. So now from finding out how she is, and then one thing led to another, and eventually he committed Zina. And now, when she suddenly They are that she is expecting a child. So, Shaitan now came back to him that you see, if you want to save yourself from this disgrace, there is only one way now. Now you will have to kill her. If she remains alive, you are finished, disgraced. So now, this is the plot from where it started off. And Shaitan's plot. Now, finally, he does that. He kills her and buries her. Now, the people come to ask say, well, she got so sick and she passed away, all I could do is bury her and all else. But then Shaitan whispers something else in their minds. Also, after a while, say no, no, go dig up that. You'll see evidence of murder. You'll see evidence that he killed her. She didn't just pass away. So they go and exhume that body, and they can find. They find the there's a scene here. There's clear evidence here she was killed. Eventually, this person had to confess. So now, when the time came for him to be on the gallows, after this whole thing got established, Shaitan comes to him again. And he says, look, there's one way that you can get saved. But in order to get saved, you must make Sajda to me. You make Sajda to me, and I will sort it out in such a way that you'll be out of this gallows. So now he finally thinks, well, if this is the only way I'm going to get saved, I'll make Toba later. He makes Sajda to Shaitan. And at that time, Shaitan flees. He says, you lost your dunya, you lost your akhirat also. So this is The plots and plans of Shaitan. Nabi Islam says, when a strange man and woman are in seclusion, the third one present is Shaitan. The third one present is Shaitan. And Shaitan won't let any opportunity go. So therefore, this is also an extremely important thing that we need to be very conscious about. Allah has given us this complete perfect way of life. This perfect Deen. All these laws of Allah Ta'ala Are for our benefit It's not for anybody else's benefit It's for our benefit It's for our protection It's for the protection of our izzat The protection of our dunya The protection of our akhirat But to the extent that we neglect it We ignore it We decide to go against it We risk ourselves We risk others We risk our deen We risk our dunya Everything So therefore, these are some general aspects, as mentioned, inshallah, perhaps we'll carry on with something tomorrow, but uh, these are the few things that we need to keep in mind very, very strongly. One more thing we'll just round off on, that just as on the one hand we have to be very conscious about these things, keeping steadfast on that toba, by keeping in the right environment, by staying away from such company that is not going to be conducive, and the environments that are not correct... That sacrifice would come. We'll have to make that mujahada, and similarly the other aspects that were discussed. On the other side of it, the energy that comes to be able to undertake this comes from that zikr of Allah wa ta'ala, from the tilawat of the Quran Sharif, from even that nawafil. There should be some extent of nawafil in our daily program. When it comes to other things, person. When it comes to his food, for example. So he's not content with just the bare basics and that's it. If every other day he starts getting dal, he says that it seems like now, maybe Teyamat is coming near or something. But he'll survive on that too. That will keep him alive too. But now he wants something other, every now and then something, then he wants it also with all the extras. And on top of that he wants it now and then, really laid out also. So when it comes to his food, it comes to his... Clothing, it comes to his home, it comes to all his material things. He wants the best, he wants to do it best. And he wants all the luxuries, he wants all the extras. And for Allah Ta'ala we are not even prepared to give the, what is the basic property also. Even the Farais, that too is not fulfilled fully and properly. And then apart from the Farais, then as far as the sunnahs are concerned, if it is muakkada, maybe sometime Fine. Sunnate ghair muakkada. well, this is already sunnat Sunnate ghair muakkada is like, there's no need for us to do anything. So, if that is the case with Sunnate ghair muakkada, then nawafil, what's, where's the space for nawafil? Whereas, there's a lengthy hadith sharif from Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam relates from Allah Ta'ala, hadith qudsi, that the day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala will ask a servant that, مَرِدْتُ falam تَعُدْنِي I got ill, you didn't come to visit me? So he will ask, Ya Allah, how can I come and visit you? And you being ill, you are Rabbul Alameen. Allah Ta'ala would reply and say, that certain servant of mine was ill, had you visited him, you would have found me with him. Meaning that if you visited him, you would have received my mercies. Allah will ask, I was hungry, you didn't feed me. He'll say, yeah, Allah, how can I feed you? You feed the, whole, feed the whole universe. See, certain servant of mine was hungry. Had you fed him, you would have found me with him. Then various things are mentioned. And then, Nabi Salaam says that Allah says, that there is nothing that my servant gets closer to me with, than those things which I have made compulsory upon him. The first salah, task, the zakat that is compulsory upon somebody, his hajj, whatever other things Allah Ta'ala has made, farz, by fulfilling those faraiz, that is what takes a person closest to Allah Ta'ala. But after having fulfilled the faraiz, then Allah Ta'ala says, And then my servant continues to get closer to me by means of the nawafil. To the point that I then love Him. This is our cry and aspiration that Allah Ta'ala makes us His. Allah Ta'ala is the benefactor. He is our creator. He is granting us everything. So He is supposed to be the beloved and we should be the ones loving Him. But can we imagine the grace of our Rabb? That He is saying, I'll love Him. <speaking in Hebrew> and أَحْبَبْتُهُ فَإِذَا أَحْبَبْتُهُ when eyes love him, I become the eyes with which he sees. I become the tongue with which he speaks. Meaning his eyes only see that which I am pleased with. His tongue only speaks that which I am pleased with. His hand only moves towards that which I am happy with. His feet only walk in the direction of that which I am pleased with. And as a result, as he gets closer to me, then whatever he asks, I answer it. If he asks for anything, I grant it. Now this becomes that level of qurb, that at that level of qurb and closeness to Allah Ta'ala, as he asks, Allah Ta'ala makes it happen for him. But what brought him to that point, after the farais the nawafil. So there should be some space for nawafil in our day. And how long it takes? Two rakats sometimes, just two rakats. After ishaq has, time has come in, make two rakats at least. And many a times, at that time, a person is perhaps just doing nothing in particular. Okay, Sometimes a person is very busy getting ready for his work, this, that, or he has to leave before that. Fine. There'll be some time, maybe in the middle of the day, charge is available, sometimes available, make two rakats at least. awabin tahajjud is the greatest of all the nawafil. Now in the month of Ramadan, mashallah, it becomes very, very easy for all of us. We're waking up for sahri. So to make some rakats of tahajjud at that time is something we should never deprive ourselves of. But for any reason now, a person finds it very difficult to wake up in the last part of the night. Oh, it has become now very early, in the summer months. But in any case, we should never deprive ourselves of the minimum benefit of this tahajjud. And if for any reason a person didn't make any other nafil for the day, this is something we should never deprive ourselves of. And very, very simple, very easy. First to understand some of the benefits of that tahajjud, in the riwayat of Abu Darda radiallahu ta'ala an, the Nabi wasallam said, Alaykum bi That hold fast onto this qiyamul layl. Why? Fa-innahu da'bu it has been the way of all the pious people before you. Nobody has reached any rank of piety without this also being part of his daily program. فَإِنَّهُ الصَّالِحِينَ قَبْلَكُمْ Then Nabi says that it is This is a means of the forgiveness of your sins. This is also a means of Manhatun anil عَنِ الاسم. This becomes a shield against sins. Can you imagine with these two rakaats, four but Allah gives tawfiq what a great benefit! It becomes a shield against sin. Mukaffiratun لِلْسَيِّعَاتٍ It becomes a means of forgiveness of all the wrongs a person has done. So, this shield against that sin we must take. So now if a person can't wake up in the last part of the night, then the Fuqaha has stated, min al This is extracted from a hadith of Jamia Saghir, in fact. كُلُّ مَا سُلِّيَ بَعْدَ الْعِشَىٰ min al Layl after his Isha Salah, his Sunnahs, then he's performed at least two Rakats nafil, with the niyat of Qiyamul Lahil. This too will suffice at some level. It won't be exactly like what the Hajjud is all about. But, inshallah, the basic benefit of all these things mentioned, he'll get it. So this is something, and how long it'll take? It'll take three minutes, four minutes, five minutes at the most. Often that we're spending ten minutes talking outside. We have come for Isha Salah, we finished the namaz, Now, the person just walks out, he spent 10 minutes, 15 minutes talking outside. We become part of the, as now Ustad Mahabdul Hamid says, that we become part of the PPC, the Pavement Panchat Club. So, part of the PPC, we are all life members, without subscription and no fees. Life members of the PPC. And somehow there is no clause of anybody getting evicted also. So now we spend 15 minutes, 20 minutes talking as part of the PPC, but that few minutes, 3, 4 minutes, 5 minutes at the most for that 2 rakats at least. The 2 rakats which will get us all these great benefits and the greatest thing in this is manhatun anil itham. For our sake, that this manhat anil itham, that it will become the shield against sin. So this is all there, it's for us to do it, for us to just take that little bit effort. How much effort it takes after the 2 sunnats of Isha to read another 2 rakats? But Shaitan at that time would put 101 thoughts. Now you need to run in a quick... But he'll run how far? Outside the Masjid door. And then he's talking. Before he leaves the door already, he spent 5 minutes talking. So, let us just take these little efforts. Make sure that we are consistent with our askar, our tasbihad, our tilawat of the Quran Sharif. And we become part of whatever efforts of deen are taking place. The talim in the Masjid, etc. This is what will keep the momentum. This is what will keep this what we have tried to achieve in the month of Ramadan. And keep us progressing inshallah. Allah ta'ala give us the taufik. Wa akhiru da'awana alhamdulillahi rabbil
0: لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صَلَّى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم لنا حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم Qul Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlun La لا إله La ilaha La La Inna Lillah, la ilaha. illallah la ilaha. Inna Lillah, la ilaha. Inna la ilaha. Inna la 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 ilaha illallah 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 innana محمد الرسول اللہ صل اللہ تبارک و تعالیٰ علیہ وسلم دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدانِ ہوں تو ہی تو ہو تو, تو, ہو تو, تو غیر نظر تو تو آئے نظر اور मेरे دل میں بجائے آب दर्द दिल درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیطان دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تبا اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہمیں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار तू भी मगर गफ्फार है या रब बख्श दे मेरे सारे गुनाह अब तो रहे बस ताद में आखर میرے لا الہ الا اللہ لا, الہ الا اللہ لا الہ الا اللہ لا إله إلا الله la ilaha illallah 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 muhammadur rasulullah صلى الله تبارك و تعالى عليه وسلم. الله الله جل جلاله عمن نواله Muhammadun Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala Alayhi wa sallam
1: Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu Wala ka shukru kulluhu Allahumma la nuhsifana an alayk Antaka nafsik سبحان الله وبحمده عدد خلقه ورضا نفسه وزنة عرشه ومداد كلماته تزل الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو Ya يا ربي صلي وسلم لنا ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصلي على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ولمنا انفسنا وَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا ولمنا أنفسنا وَإِنْ لَمْ تغفر لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا همّ إلا خرجتها ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب الينا الايمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره الينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان واجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم ااتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ااتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ااتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكها أنت وليها ومولها اللهم هدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت وصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت إله الله oh, Most merciful most gracious most kind most loving Allah Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, forgive all our sins, Ya Allah. Forgive our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Illahul cleanse us of every sin, Ya Allah. Make us like the day we were born without any sin, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, enable us to fulfill all your hukuk, Ya Allah. Enable us to fulfill the hukukullah also, Ya Allah. Enable us to fulfill all the hukukul ibad as well, Allah. Alameen, whatever mistakes we have made, we are making sincere tawbah, Ya Allah. And out of your grace, accept our tawbah, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on this tawbah, Ya Allah. Illahu Al Ya Allah, grant us all those ya Allah, situations that will keep us steadfast on this tawbah. Ya Allah. Give us the best of company, Ya Allah. Give us the best of environments, Ya Allah. Nilikum, well. minds, save us from all the evil environments, Ya Allah. Save us from being in wrong company, Ya Allah. Name, save us from being in the company of all the, the devices that take us to haram, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. You keep us steadfast on being, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on the amal, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on Salah, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on zikr and tilawat, ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on dua, ya Allah. alamin, save us from all the sins, ya Allah. Allah forgive us and save us, ya Allah. Forgive our families, ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Ya Allah, forgive the ummah, ya Allah. Show your maqfar on the ummah, ya Allah. Remove the pain and suffering of the ummah, ya Allah. Remove the hardships of the ummah, ya Allah. alamin, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the tawfiq of doing all that which pleases you, ya Allah. Save us from everything that displeases you, Ya Allah. <inaudible> ya Allah, forgive all our mistakes, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have been so shameless, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have been so blatant in our sinning, Ya Allah. But Ya Allah, we are regretting this, Ya Allah. We have regret for this, Ya Allah. How did we ever do such a thing, Ya Allah? Allah you forgive us, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on this Tawbah, Ya Allah. Allah, we are firmly resolving not to go back to these sins in future, Ya Allah. Allah you keep us steadfast on this Tawbah, Ya Allah. Allah Alameen, Ya Allah, in this Mubarak month, whatever amal we done, accept it out of your grace, Ya Allah. Out of your grace and mercy, accept it, Ya Allah. Nothing is worthy of presenting to you, Ya Allah. But you are most kareem, Ya Allah. You accept it, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin Ya Allah, keep us steadfast after Ramadan, Ya Allah. Allahu alamin save us from being back to all the vices and sins, Ya Allah. Allahu alamin Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you keep us, Ya Allah, forever progressing towards you, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah with <speaking> Allah. <speaking in the language> you become ours and make us yours, Ya Allah. You become ours and make us yours, Ya Allah. Allah, <speaking in the world> all the amal that were done out of your grace, accept it, Ya Allah. Accept the atikaf that was made, Ya Allah. Make it a means of getting connected to you, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, wherever atikaf has taken place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of every person becoming connected to you, Ya Allah. Allah, <speaking> in, <the world> in this Mubarak month, whatever mistakes we made, forgive it, Ya Allah. Whatever little time is left, enable us to use it, correctly, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifa kamila, Ajila, Mustamirra, daima. Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, ya Allah. Ilahul al-A'lamin, those who are in any kind of difficulties and hardships, remove it, afiyat, ya Allah. Ilahul al-A'lamin, Allah, those who are in financial problems, remove it, ya Allah. grant barakat in each one's risk, ya Allah. Grant us halal and tayyib, risk, ya Allah. Save us from every drop and grain of haram, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, ya, ya Allah. All those who have passed away make that complete makhfirat, ya Allah. Grant them the high stages in the akhirah, ya Allah. At the time of our that take us with the kalimah, la ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Take us on iman-e-kamil, ya Allah. Take us Ya Allah. Allah, take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi sallam. Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Allah, we don't deserve anything, Ya Allah. But you are most merciful, Ya Allah. You are most kind, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are hoping fully in your mercy, Ya Allah. You grant us for those without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Allahul Alamin, Ya Allah. All those who have, Ya Allah. made wa khidmat, Ya Allah. You give them the best rewards in dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Remove every difficulty of theirs, Ya Allah. Grant them barkat in their lives, barkat in their health, in their wealth, Ya Allah in their families, ya Allah. Those who have been, Ya Allah, making any arrangements for us, Ya Allah. Those who have been involved in all the arrangements for the itikaf, Ya Allah. Accept each one, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's needs of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties from their path, Ya Allah. Grant Barkat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Grant complete afiyat to each one, Ya Allah. Those who have made any ihsan upon us, Ya Allah. Grant them the best rewards of their ihsan in dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Allah, those of our parents who are living, give them barkat in their life, barkat in their health, Ya Allah. Allah, enable us to earn jannat through serving them, Ya Allah. Those of our parents who have passed away, Ya Allah. فلذر قبر النور يا الله، Make that complete maghfirat ya Allah. Grant them the highest stages in the akhirat, yeah! ya Allah. Allah al-alamin, ya Allah. All those who have raised their hands to this dua, and all those who asked us to make dua for them, ya yeah! Allah. Fulfill each one's needs from the ghaib, ya yeah! Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, ya yeah! Allah. Ilahul al our greatest need, ya Allah, is that we become yours, ya yeah! Allah. You become ours, ya Allah. Allah, you grant each one of us that nisbat, ya yeah! Allah. Grant us the wealth of ihsan, ya Allah. Allah, don't deprive us of this wealth. Allah. Don't deprive us of this wealth, Ya Allah. Allah, don't let us leave empty-handed, Ya Allah. We only have your door, Ya Allah. We can only beg to you, Ya Allah. Allah, whatever we are, we are your servants, Ya Allah. Whatever we are, you have said, you have called us your servants, Ya you Allah. You have called us your slaves, Ya Allah. Whatever we are, we are your slaves, Ya Allah. Allah, you have mercy upon us, Ya Allah. Follow us with your love, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with this nisbat, Allah. Fill our hearts with the wealth of ihsan, ya Allah. alamin Grant us such a connection with yourself, ya Allah. That even if we desire to come a wrong, we can't do it, ya Allah. make us forever conscious of you, ya Allah. Make us forever conscious of you, ya Allah. alamin Keep us steadfast on being, ya Allah. unite the hearts, ya Allah. Unite the hearts of spouses, ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, ya Allah. Unite the hearts of families, ya Allah house of the umma of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya allah وسلم, العالمين, الله, all the good that rasulullah sallallahu wasallam begged for i love you also begging ya allah Whenever a Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you protect us as well, ya Allah. Allahum inna nas'aluka min khayri maa sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka siyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min shabhi musta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka siyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam antal Wa wa'alika albalaag wa la hawla Wala la quwata illa billahi al azim ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واهله واصحابه اجمعين والحمد لله